Hey, Wonderfuls, welcome to episode 456 of the JV Club with my just absolutely superb and sublime guest, Georgia King. What a love. Boy, I am soaring on a cloud of friend crushes these last couple of months with these JV Club episodes. I know I say that. I probably say that every episode, but I mean, listen, I love Georgia. I know you're going to love her too if you don't already. Enjoy this episode. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say the old thing that I only say every once in a while. If you have a moment, friends, wherever you get this podcast, would you do me an immense solid and take a couple of seconds to leave a five-star review and some comments? I really appreciate it. As I near 500 episodes, I am a little ashamed at how little I've asked for that and how few reviews there truly are. So (laughs) feel free to jump in there, give some love to the JV Club, and I will talk to you next week. Is that not the mountains behind you? I mean, <laughs> the soft mountains. By the way, for the soft, billowy mountains. For my podcast, my travel podcast, I have a piece of material. Oh, I'm sorry. Immediately jump. Immediately going to drop some names and do some flexing. What's the name it's of your podcast? my only flex. Um, <laughs> should I hold totally. up? <laughs> no, not at all. No, I'm no, totally teasing I, my, you. It was only because I got a piece of material that's the map of the world. And I put it on oh. a... a big old you know wardrobe rail um that's yeah. very very um chunky and hard to construct and uh-huh. um <laughs> just clanging away in my office to get that together and then I sort of trundle it up behind me in my office and I feel very professional with it behind me oh, you bet yeah. do you are you tempted to make more uh international references while you're talking 100 percent. I am um, but it is travel it's a travel podcast a travel podcast. what's the name of it and away we go and away we go. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. All from my office. And the and the and the con- <laughs> and the conceit is that you you yourself may not be in that location every time. Oh, I'm never in the but location. You, I'm you're always never in, in my location. always in my office. All, I always in to, the office. I don't need to plug this right now. But I was just purely in reference to the wonderful backdrop you have. I just wish I'd put Again. mine up. Again, accept the friendship raz that uh, was me <laughs> immediately giving you a hard well, time a- for your podcast, even though I'm totally excited to talk about it. And I and I think having that like really propel, I was like, okay, there is a thing that people need to know about now. So our friendship is the thing that has kept us from podcasting together because there's a sense of like, oh, we could do this anytime. We'll make it work. Oh, and so totally. that is, I think, what has persisted for two years. And so yeah. I'm excited that End Away We Go, uh, which I should have known was the name of it. But I I dare say you are so modest that you may not have ever told me what it was called. No, no I, do- I doubt I did. Um, uh-huh. I know it's sort of like that friendship is sort of like, you know, if you live close to somewhere, you're always late, you know, because you're just like... <laughs> Just That's exactly ever right. so slightly lazy. Um, so, That's and away exactly we go. Right. In a nutshell, uh, I get to talk to a very special guest who is our tr- like tour guide, and they take us on this virtual immersive journey around a place in the world that they love. So, it's, it's a nice escapist, uplifting, loving look at the world. And also, my geography is dog shit, so I'm also oh. <laughs> I'm also excited to be learning. Mine is too. I mean, I really. I've had a lot of, I'm getting, I think I've gotten to the point now where my shame is so great that 
<laughs> I, I genuinely will stop whatever I'm doing. Like if I'm listening to a podcast mm-hmm. that references a place in the world that I know I knew where it was or I thought I did, I will stop whatever I'm doing and sit down at a computer because I feel so gross that I don't remember like which like what what country is that the capital of in the eastern europe area because i feel like i know it's there somewhere i'm trying to rectify that oh and that for me goes across the board i not just geography let's also just hit up some history ignorance Uh (laughs) (laughs) like just so many different things i'm so excited to be learning but also isn't it empowering when you get to that time in your life and you're like oh it's cool just to say i don't know and ask a question For sure. Do you remember when you couldn't do that? When you felt like, or maybe this just applies to no, me, but 100%. I was like, oh, I'll just try and like pretend I know stuff. Yeah. 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 I think my late teens into my 20s, I definitely oh, felt late like... Oh, teens was painful for that. Yeah. Yeah. If someone, if someone assumed I knew something, God forbid I reveal that I didn't know it. I'm still cringing Which, at flashbacks of like me trying to be cool in high school and being like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's He's a really cool DJ and then someone's like she's a woman and I'm like uh, uh, doesn't you can't recover you can't um, but don't you feel I mean part, I, I have to imagine that your personality which listeners I just got to tell you I this let me tell you what this the scariest thing about you having you on my podcast right now is that I think you're the real deal that people think I am which is to say people what? think I'm very welcoming and and like inclusive and that I I love talking to people and all of that is true and I don't know if it's that like somehow you're more approachable because we look like we could be sisters. So it's not like somebody's oh like, I don't care for tall, blonde-haired, blue-eyed girls. So I'm not going to talk to this person. But you are so beloved. And you're so you're so you're just so available. And I know you'll find a way to like make that an insult. Needy. But because you're... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I want... If everyone needs to... If everyone from mm-hmm. here on needs to think to themselves, Oh, I see. Georgia is what I thought Janet was. And they can, but with a nicer accent. I'm just gonna, I'm willing to accept that because I think they might be right. I'd like to counter. Um, first of all, as my therapist says, compare and despair. Don't do it. Compare Don't do and it, despair. folks. Um, yeah, I'm new to. Th- my I'm- therapist says, compare with flair. Oh, I love it. Really lean into <laughs> it. Make, compare yourself to everyone. And my therapist says, respect. <laughs> just kidding. Okay, compare and despair. Um, no, I, I do. I'm new, quite relatively new to therapy, and I think I cherish it. I think it's an incredible thing um, to do, and um, not a very British thing, or at least not when I was growing up. So it's like very refreshing to go. Oh, yeah, your mental and emotional health. You need to look at that, and also like, yeah, I want to grow as a human being and learn and um, try and be better. Um, yeah. So, but yes, don't put that pressure on yourself, Janet. Um, you're a delight and um also I feel like you're like the magical unicorn of our neighborhood um I think you're wild I've told you when I saw you for the first time it was actually on stage and I was just like in awe and I swear to god there were little sparkles above your head (laughs) shooting out of your blue eyeballs um I had a type of dandruff that mm, is very glittery to the dandruff. naked eye. It looks lovely so, on stage. Thank you. Thank um, you. It's been a positive side to it. Yeah, I just think maybe you're just a little less um, desperate than I am. Let's be frank. 
No, no. It's it's so wonderful. I think it's about accepting that you'll probably fumble your way through it. Like earlier, for example, I walked past somebody that I've chatted to briefly before and said, oh, hi, lovely to see you. And they said, oh, sorry, I didn't recognize you. And then I said, mm-hmm, I Lit, that was at verbatim that's what I did and then carried on walking I was like oh no you didn't actually say a word and luckily I then saw them again and I said oh cool I've seen you twice and I get to say words the second time around that's awesome and then I was like how are yeah. you did you have a good holiday how's the new dog and got oh. into that and then I was just and then I ended up having a it was, he was just a most amazing um interesting person and I just learned a lot about him I'll tell you what I'm just going to start stopping people on the street and saying, I'm sure you already know Georgia. I'm trying to, I'm taking inspiration from her. My name's Janet. Now, quickly, try to tell me as many things as you remember telling yourself uh, that you told Georgia so that I can quickly also know all of those things. Yeah. I want to fast forward and then I can be at, at pace when you that's wh- great when you've tried that out can you let me know if people um are receptive or if they run the opposite direction when you say <laughs> i'm trying to be like georgia i'll be so curious <laughs> I, i'm gonna say please call me georgia jr <laughs> and we'll see how it goes no i love it i i just love it and 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 i, I really admire it and it is to me like the, the next level goal of like well i want to feel that approachable all the time because it's it's just wonderful it's just wonderful and it's clear that you absolutely delight people I think I lean towards people because I'm just so curious and also I think moving to LA I found I mean I moved to LA years and years ago but I remember feeling a little bit lost as to how to actually um, meet anybody (laughs) or make any friends so maybe this is just me making up for like years of going what where's the center (laughs) of LA Um, I just didn't quite understand how sprawling it was and I'd also never been in a city where you drove all the time. So I was like, oh, I I guess yeah. I'm just going to be in this tin can of a car. Um, listen, yeah. I, I didn't have any money when I moved here. And um, well, I had a huge car crash and didn't have insurance. So I lost all my money at the time. So oh. I bought a, a crappy car. But like I was just sort of driving along, not knowing. I was like, oh, I see people out the window, but I don't know how to meet them. Um, and so maybe, maybe... That also made me more hungry to <laughs> hungry. Well, just to your point, it How cultivated aggressive. it cultivated the the ability mm. to do that and do that well. Where in the UK were you? Did you grow up? And was it a consistent spot, or did you move around? Were you like a kindergartner? I don't know if you have kindergarten. Were you a mm. first level? Mm. Were you a grade one? Hmm. Yeah, at, yeah, at any yeah. point, I'm going to start being like a medium, where if I see a certain facial reaction, I'll assume that I've got it right, and then I'll move on. Mm, grade one mm. uh, owls. Be careful owls, now. I've got uh, a, the owls levels. I feel like um, I've got a very elastic face. Just I'd be careful <laughs> going off of my expression. It's true. I also have a very elastic face. Um, so yeah, where where how how does Los Angeles compare to where you grew up and kind of what your teenage years were like? Um, great question, Janet Varney. Um, so, so it all much. began in Edinburgh, Scotland. I'm a Scottish lady. Um, lived there for six days. Then I moved uh-huh. to London, <laughs> <laughs> and I lived there for 564 days. No, um, um, I grew up in London until I was six and a half, and then my folks moved us to the countryside. I have a beautiful older sister called Willa, and we all moved to Devon. I'm pronouncing it quite hard there because oftentimes people think I say Dublin. 
in Ireland. Oh, I've never been. Oh, I've heard no. great things. Devon, D-E-V-O-N. You got it. Yes. Got it in one. Is this a good expression? Expressive? Very good. Very good. <laughs> um, Devon. 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 Um, so I grew up, and that's in the southwest of the UK. So if you look at the map, it, you see that like sort of taily bit um, of England. Mm-hmm. There's the very tip of that tail is Cornwall, and then Devon is next door to it. Um, and where's Wales? Wales is like sort yeah, of to the east. Very of that? close. It's a little yeah. bit north. North. Yeah, it's okay. that little bubbly butt of uh, the map. Got um, it. Can you tell that I do a travel podcast these days? I'm so glad a that bubbly you do butt. because <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's definitely. Oh, by the way, I'm blowing my mic out every second that I laugh because you're make me laugh so quickly. It's 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 challenging just my keep going backwards very yeah i've got very quick instincts and uh to quickly go off mic when i laugh but you're really challenging that because you make me laugh i have to channel my um spirit animal i i think it took me years to figure out but i think i'm i'm a animated animal i think i'm t- i think i and, and once i say this janet you're gonna see it uh-huh. throughout this talk okay, okay. all right i, I am um, 99 sure i'm timon from the lion king uh-huh. Bear with me, but uh, but I <laughs> yeah. once you see it and start thinking about it, mm-hmm. I think that's my spirit animal, and I need to just channel that like quick meerkat. I, I don't know if you've ever seen the the very old uh, Frosty the Snowman that features like the <laughs> narwhal. It's like claymation. I feel like I look like the elf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure my personality matches, but uh, it's unsettling. Every time I see that elf, I'm like, Ugh. hold for Googles. <laughs> I'm getting. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, oh, where were we? Devon. Um, yeah, beautiful. Rolling countryside. Um, my dad describes it as hyper green, the, uh-huh. the color. It's just gorgeous. Um, you know, uh, old sort of like hedges running along old country lanes, somehow cars go back and forth like past each other down these tiny narrow windy streets um and i grew up in a house that was built in 1604 so Mm, me too old Mm, yeah you too what are the chances no No. (laughs) uh are we sisters 64 16 16 64 1964 i don't know i definitely did not grow up in an old house Um, yeah there's a whole i mean that's you know the, the 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 English experience of history mm, and mm. just being surrounded by it it's uh it's hard to match that with anything in the United States it's um, it's pretty wild it's some also would say impossible well yeah it's also sort of the history of LA I I only just sort of realized this is all based on fantasy it, or at least a lot of it is based on fantasy the idea of like oh this historic house is where this movie was shot or oh, you know sure. it's like yeah. it's got like a yeah. very like a magical story it's driven meta history. it's like a layer mm-hmm. on a layer you sort of have to you, you yeah yeah I, that totally makes sense um, um yeah old house Ooh, spooky fun things haunted i think maybe a little bit yeah little yeah. friendly hauntings oh sure i mean when we got there one of the one of the rooms had like an old wooden sort of i guess you'd call it a mantelpiece um um and in in the wood, my both my parents' initials had been inscribed in like 17, I want to say like 20 something. And they have very oh. specific initials. My mum, you know, they both um, are, are performers in their own right and so had sort of 
uh, very different initials. Um, so my mum's uh, uh, was IWB and my my dad was JSGH. Like very specific. Oh you know my! What I mean? Really? Mm. That's nuts. Yeah, that was and my they were bedroom. in that mantle. <gasps> <gasps> Sweet dreams, baby. What? Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's really strange. Yeah, but kind of cool. And there, but wonderful. There was also a species of um, endangered bats that lived in the attic that we oh. we um you know obviously looked after whenever they fell down uh-huh. we kind of pop them back in the thatch roof and let them do their thing they would fall just fall out yeah from time and they'd to time? be furious oh, you'd pick them no. up and they'd try they'd like crane their necks and try and bite you and you don't want to get bitten by a Listen, bat you're a meerkat you can feel free to bite back <laughs> just go ahead and bite right back <laughs> and i'd yes, have some comedy birthright. comedy noise uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> living in a house that old i mean was it comfortable? Like, was it cozy? Did you guys make oh, yeah. it cozy? Was it? It was. So it wasn't. My, because sometimes some people might be thinking of a sort of manse sh- where sure. everything is stone and hanging tapestries uh, to the degree where it would feel sort yeah. of like this is someone. This belongs to someone else, right? No, even my, though we it belongs to us. It's uh, well, it's a great question because it could very easily have been that had it not been for the fact that my parents are just the most sort of vibrant, colorful joyous people um and super artistic you know my dad loves and is a great painter my mum is an opera singer so it's like I think actually sound is such an important part of that atmosphere and my mum has the most immense extraordinary voice um like I mean you would never know this meeting her she's so grounded she's truly she's the reason why I like meeting people she's the person that will like always make a best friend on a flight or on a train trip you know yeah um and she, uh, but she was like, you know, singing with Pavarotti and Domingo and was like, you know, pretty, pretty much a star. Um, yeah. And, um, and so, and she still has this extraordinary voice. So our, our, my, my childhood was filled with my mum singing, like, you know, in the house shaking in happiness, I guess. The sheep would always lie down when my mum was singing when she was gardening. Oh, hello. Let's, let's yeah. just mention you, there were sheep. Of course there were sheep. Yeah. Why would I wonder whether there were sheep? Yeah. Sheep. Um, I mean, the they, sh- were the the sheep they were the neighbor's sheep. Yeah. That the sheep would all come to the fence and lie down. Um, oh, stop. That yes. is amazing. Ridiculous. Um, and so it was very, and then, you know, it's like even things like log fires and my parents are obsessed with candles. Like we have Christmas by candlelight. They just love, and I'm, I mean, I'm a big fan. no fires? No, there's never been a fire that's... I don't know how there hasn't been one, but... (laughs) (laughs) That's the first thing that would happen to me. I have to, I feel like I would set something on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty quick. Yeah, somehow not. Mm, I know, isn't that lovely? Um... (laughs) Now, with them both being so artistic Mm. and being such successes at it, you know, you hear about all sorts of different levels of how parents respond to their children wanting to do the same thing, even if they've been successful. You have yes. people who are who are like, I did not want my child to do this, even though I'm wildly successful at it. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, of course, I have we've had this great experience and have been so lucky. You know, why not have our if our child is interested? Why not? Um, did you get that support early on? Uh, and did you have that interest uh, from the go? You know, Um yeah, I didn't have like a huge pull towards acting for a long time. I mean, I really enjoyed it, but I, I in fact, I've never been, I was never one of those people who always knew what they wanted to be. 
um, I was just kind of exploring and actually felt a little worried that I didn't like have this specific thing that I was like destined to do. Um, And I sort of started to figure it out like at the end of high school. Um, uh, But it wasn't acting, it was directing. I really wanted to figure out how to be a director. And then um, uh, I sort of very much fell into acting and it was this, I was working in a cheese shop at the time and um, uh, some very fortunate things went my way and I got this amazing opportunity to be represented by an agent. Um, and it, I could, I understood that that was like an insane, incredible, lucky, lucky, lucky thing that had happened to me. So when I got my first job, I, yeah, I worked, I felt, I definitely had imposter syndrome and, um, and worked very hard and, um, then really got the bug for it when I did my first comedy, um, job. And my parents threw it. I haven't forgotten the question. Uh, my parents threw it were be- beautiful. So supportive. They were helpful. And they've always given my sister and I a lot of freedom to f- stand on our own two feet and figure out who we are with with the knowledge that they're there for us. Mm-hmm. Um, That's great. So it's not like an absence. It's not like, yeah, fuck off and see what happens. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah. yes, get out and be bold and like follow your heart. And, um, and, you know, it's all really brilliant and difficult. And, you know, it's full of highs and lows. They're very sort of realistic about that stuff. Um, and yeah, we're here for you. Okay, we're going to take a break. I will be back after a word from our wonderful buddies at Maximum Fun. Hi, I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we're the hosts of One Bad Mother, a podcast about parenting. Parenting is hard, and we have no advice. But we do see you doing it. Honk if you like to do it. (laughs) Didn't we have a bumper sticker a while back that was like, honk if you did it? That's what it was. I think it was honk if you're doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Why did we not ever make those? Those We did make them. I think they're still in the Max Fun store. (laughs) Honk, honk. You're doing it. (laughs) Thanks, Biz. So are you. Each week, we'll be here to remind you that you're doing a good job. You can find us on MaximumFun.org. Honk, honk. Toot, toot. Your high school, since you mentioned it, it, Mm. was it a... Is it public? Okay, sorry, I, I gotta know. unpack this for a second. And I don't know it, if I can help you because I've lived in okay, this country I be- for so long. Oh, I get yeah. confused. Well, here's the thing: is that I feel like I've absorbed, I've, I've, I've taken in enough um, British entertainment uh, in one form or another to feel like I remember that when you have been educated in the quote unquote King's English. And that you have an accent that someone would say would be more posh. I'm not I'm saying posh. you do, although I suspect you do. I'm, yeah, I, right? I have a quite that, posh voice. But they say that's a public school accent. Oh, right. Is that a thing? Do they? Right. Which, well, I, I think it's like, oh, the public school accent, which is sort of the reverse of here, right? Because a public school would just be considered like the sort of most um, basic of... But I'm pretty sure, cause I, because it was something that I sort of sat up and took notice. Like, oh, interesting. A posh accent is a public school accent. Huh. I forget. I think you're right. It's been a while. Um, but I would always imagine private school would be the one that you spend the money on. No? Yeah. That's, doesn't that mm-hmm. sound right? Mm-hmm. I know, but uh, but to answer your... The, the posh side of things is... Uh, I, I have a fairly posh voice. 
I don't have like a, like an, like a really posh voice, but I'm somewhere like just in the sort of like mundane middle. Mm-hmm. I'd say. Um, Who's an example of somebody who has a very posh voice? Can you think of anyone off the top of your head? The, is it the so, queen? Or is it like posh? <laughs> 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 okay, so so if it's Ooh. very posh, is it like yes. uh, like if it's very it, like that? You know, everything's okay. like oh, like that, yes. like like yeah, like where where it feels like even those sort of weird um, continental American accents where it's like. Like that, yes. Okay, yes. Um, like it's a car- it's become a caricature of itself, is what I'm hearing. Well, you say. I did an entirely caricature like old lady just then for some reason. <laughs> no idea why. I went immediately old. Um, I think there's a reason. I think there's a reason that you felt like that was the right thing to do, and I think it's because people think of it as more of an old stuffy accent, right? No, I mean, I yeah. think it's a. Oh gosh, I think. Oh gosh, she said. Yeah. Although you can, <laughs> you, I guess you can also imagine a little kid being like, "Mummy." Yeah, I think it's um, I would like that toy. Yeah, <laughs> that's spot on. I don't need to do anything more. You just nailed it. Um, I went to my high school. I went from a tiny, tiny primary school. Do you call it primary school here? Who knows? Yeah. Or, yeah, you can say grade school or elementary school or... one of those. Primary school. With a hideous uniform. Um, It was a great (laughs) school, but the uniform colours were so... um, They were just so confusing. We had a forest green um, sweater and skirt with with then neon yellow and brown Mm. socks. Huh. What? Neon yellow. What? I know. What is that? And I remember, and our summer dress was also uh, then a neon green. And um, I think, huh. or ne- was it neon, neon yellow? Neon green with forest green. Yeah, it was all over the place. And I remember my... It's like a radioactive forest. <laughs> yeah, I know. Something's gone know. very wrong here. <laughs> someone couldn't quite, couldn't, someone couldn't quite decide. Um, and I, I had really bad luck with rabbits growing up. And I remember like my fourth rabbit dying on me and just pissing all over my <laughs> neon. As it, as it passed. Yeah, it, it was so oh, traumatic. No. I know. I know. That's the thing with rabbits. I always wanted a rabbit, but I, I did feel like anyone I ever knew who had one really just they would just die heartbreakers and that mm-hmm. felt hard yeah heart they're heartbreakers mm-hmm. my hamster Ooh. on the other hand Minnie the minx thanks for asking oh um named fondly after my favorite comic book the beano um she okay. survived years and years which that is rare mm. hamsters are mm. kind of the ubiquitous right. joke pet, <laughs> pet for dying quickly right. and many hung on <laughs> little minx so Yes, I went to um, very little, very sweet primary school. All girls? No, mixed. Um, oh, okay. And then my secondary school, my high school was massive. And it had been an all boys school um, and had just gone co-ed the year before I went. So there were seven girls in my year and 80 boys. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. And also, right before I actually started high school, um, I quite smugly went to the orthodontist because my sister had to have a bunch of stuff. I think she had to have a retainer and I was like, 
this this girl over here has got perfect teeth and I was uh-huh. so pleased I didn't have to wear a retainer and then he informed me that I had a very rare condition and he was oh. like and I've never seen it on both sides it just got worse and worse as he was delivering this news and my canine teeth were growing in on top of my incisors which are the teeth I believe right next to your front teeth yeah so yeah. they they pulled the two teeth um that sort of straddle your front teeth out mm-hmm. of my face um uh-huh. to let the canines drop in when they fucking fancied <laughs> so <laughs> effectively i overnight became a rabbit um uh-huh. and i actually the <sighs> night before i had my surgery oh. i sat in my room with you know the um ghost mantelpiece of my parents um initials i sat in my yeah. uh, my old bedroom and listened to um oh gosh what's the song it's from is it desiree um uh it's it's a song from romeo and juliet that leonardo dicaprio is in and it's like yeah so heartbreaking and i just kept pressing like repeat repeat (laughs) like this little (laughs) 10 year old girl um (sighs) i know my mum made me a chocolate milkshake the next day when i had my teeth out and i remember very very somberly putting the straw through one of the gaps and just sucking (laughs) sucking down on that sweet (laughs) consolidation um and so, yeah, it was tra- it was traumatizing. I didn't smile for the first year at high school because I didn't want people to know that I looked like a rabbit. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, that does seem like, I'm trying to make sense of mm. how the time, I'm trying to, because I feel like we lose our teeth earlier than that, no? Well, when does, oh, when these does secondary school start? Well, these weren't this baby is, teeth. These were my, like, right. I, I don't have those teeth. These are my canines. I'm just going to. Right, but. But for those to be growing in, wouldn't that be when you were younger that they that that would be discovered? Because those would be your adult teeth coming in. Listen, I got to I uh, all I can tell you is what I know, Janet. On my side podcast, Dental <laughs> Mysteries, we'll have to get, dig into that a little bit more. Some furious but, research, research to happen tonight. Uh, yeah, I know what I'm doing. Well, with I, my had, night. I had those. You were a rabbit, and then I had the pumpkin teeth. I had, like, I needed more teeth. It looked like I needed more teeth. Like, are you going to get more teeth? So they had to you could have had a couple of everything mine. together. I could have had yours. I easily could have four canines. I could have four top canines right now, easy, without having to smush all of my uh, teeth together. Wait. So I have a lot of, like, jack-o'-lantern photos before I got braces. Are you all, the in between are you all of baby at the teeth back? And- What's happening back That's there? That's a good question. No, everything's, I think everything's where it's supposed to be now. I did have to have my wisdom teeth out. Oh. Yeah, why was there so much extra room? How, how that's a weird, mm. when you're that age, you don't think about reshaping mm. your mouth with wires no. and stuff. Like you sort of just take it for granted. And then now looking back, I'm like, wait, I, d- I might need to ask my dad, like, but dad, what happened to all that extra space? I can't Why wait. Don't I you have gotta a huge... let me know what he says. I want the answer. Maybe he's probably gonna be like, no, they reshape your entire jaw and skull. Like it <laughs> shrunk we shrunk it down by just like ooh, pulling it together with yeah. metal. You look so f- you look full and just de- delightful now. <laughs> Thank you. And listen, I never would have known that you were missing teeth. Never would have known. <laughs> well my canines Wouldn't... the typically, you know, vampiric um Yeah teeth came in flat as a pancake for me <laughs> just that's that's how posh you are you know what that's how posh you are i'm a wild child i got very pointy my kids are maybe too pointy because i was rough and tumble arizona 
cowgirl, by the way, not a cowgirl in any way, shape, or form, but near cactus, just a cactus adjacent. And you didn't need any of that because you were posh. You're the yin so, to my yang in Mystery in solved. <laughs> yeah. Mystery is solved. Mm-hmm. And what about, so if there are 80 boys and seven girls, did that expand as you were there longer? Did more girls kind of trickle in as the years passed before you finished high school or did it stay that just you were and you and a bunch of guys yeah all the girls dropped like flies and it was just me no um no (laughs) thankfully no thankfully lots more girls came um which is brilliant I you know because it's like an age where I I just remember being quite intimidated and overwhelmed it wasn't like I was like goody um and at that uh, and also at that age I mean, listen, uh, do you guys have cupcaking in this country? <laughs> I don't know. You know? So, I don't know. Well, we have cupcakes. I bet that's not what you mean. I wish it were. No, <laughs> cupcaking is when you um, you fart into your hand, um, oh, like, like thus. No, I won't do it right now. But, you know, you, you fart into your, into your hand uh-huh. and your then you go and then uh-huh. you shove it in someone's face. And, and that's preser- the smell is preserved it gets, long enough. It shoots up your nostrils so fast. <laughs> oh it is uh, it is really... And it's just very smelly boys. And I oh. got cupcaked left, right and centre. Um, <laughs> and um, and also, do you know what was quite weird, actually? I got, I got the lead in... Um, just to go back to the acting thing. It was the only lead in a play I ever got. And it was the first year I got there as a rabbit. And I got cast as Prince Charming. and this is a co-ed school so it's so they were really they were really casting blind i mean they are they have gender blind boys coming out of the yeah fucking cracks and i got the male lead i mean i didn't know how to take that to be honest um understood right first of all if the teachers had any awareness of cupcaking nothing about that is prince charming so Probably they all <laughs> took themselves out of the race quickly by being uh, disgusting. That's right. And That's right. You're very you got smart. the opportunity for that reason. Two, I did want to circle back to the idea that maybe you were in fear for your own life, identifying as a rabbit because you'd had these traumatic experiences with your pet rabbits. <gasps> so I hope that that wasn't contributing to any ill at ease sensation you might have been having. It's like, oh, now I'm, I'm self-identifying as a rabbit and my bunnies have all moved on (laughs) with rapidity well let me answer both these points first of all i cannot believe that the mystery that i've i've just carried with me all my life of why was i prince charming you've just solved it just felt i just that's extraordinary um (laughs) so thank you so much and um the rabbit thing oh i mean I mean, I really did just look like a rabbit because um, I have chiclet teeth. I still do, as you can see. Um, and so just big square front teeth. I didn't, I I think I was too um, self-centered about and too, too sort of um, self-conscious about how I was looking to even think about my pet rabbits. It was all yeah. about me and um, yeah. and also just being so overwhelmed in this yeah. school full of so many people. I was so nervous. I remember being so nervous all the time. Um, but I did, I, did, I did love studying. Bit of, bit of a nerd. I enjoyed a lot of, thi- <laughs> I enjoyed a, lot of a lot of subjects at school. Namely See, that's interesting. Yeah. English. Namely? Namely English. English. Literature. Yeah. Well, because I was going to say earlier, and now I'm glad I didn't. Although I, technically I could be 
classified as a good student. I just don't, I, I just don't, I feel like all of those things that, that I was taught in terms of geography, for example, and history, mm. those things were presented to me. I wasn't deprived of those things. I mean, I certainly took geography classes and stuff in high school and in junior high, um, but I, none of it sunk in. And and so, yeah. I, so I, I wonder if you have that same situation where, like, you sort of preserve the information until you until that part is over, whether it's an exam or just a different semester and you sort of move on. But I wish that I had the retention oh, for 100%. that stuff. I'm sure that's true of a lot of people, but... I wish I had that in, in life nowadays. Like, I wish I could retain a lot of stuff. I'm like, oh, uh-huh. I love that movie with, you know, who... Um, oh, and it was directed by, um, um, you know, and it's like, I wish I had that brain. I, I listened to um, Ken Burns in an interview and he can recite. He did the scratch... Um, narrative for one of his documentaries and he can recite like 30 years later verbatim these huge chunks of dialogue i mean that's extraordinary that's extraordinary yeah i wonder if that is the sort when you have the sort of you know total recall of stuff like that yeah. because otherwise i don't know how that would stick and i also that i i always envy that about especially i felt i've met a couple of sort of legendary english actors probably people that you knew growing up but just people who have you know have have absolutely become wildly iconic in pop culture Mm -hmm. um for you know tv shows and films that they did but who can also just you know rattle off shakespeare as if they just performed it yesterday, but then, you know, they're like, oh, God, I haven't done, you know, Lear? no, it's been decades. I'm like, how are you still? Is that just a thing that British people can do? I don't know. That's yeah, that's I know. Th- that's amazing. I couldn't possibly recite to be or not to be. You know? <laughs> um, I Well, I also feel like my memory has been really frazzled and confused Um through the recent couple of years that we've all been through because I I have a picture memory so I uh, it's wonderful that we have FaceTime and Zooms and all that stuff but I don't have anything to kind of hold on to to Mm -hmm. remind myself of things like yeah Janet I'll forget this conversation (laughs) in a heartbeat do you remember that I have a bottom half I have legs do you really that's awesome I do all I know is that you're in the mountains right now (laughs) that's right (laughs) And my beautiful estate. Let me know if I my need to turn a light on, by the way. Ever <laughs> dark yes, you get darker and darker. <laughs> uh, I, I, sometimes, it depends on how light sensitive my eyes are, but sometimes I do turn this ring light down to where it really is sort of like, oh, this is... Oh, look at that. Now it's just teeth. Oh, now it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. teeth. Now I can see Which, all, by the way, all those crowded if you think teeth. you have big square teeth, I have. I think my teeth are bigger and squarer than yours. But I aspire um, to have your teeth. You know what? I'm going to get him, Janet. I'm going to fucking you get him. I know where he lives. And then she took my teeth. <laughs> she, no, she took my teeth. Um, did you? So, with that uh, intimidation or mm. the feeling of nervousness as you um, really aged you. in in uh, in in your high school, did you uh, date? Did you oh God, end no. up dating? No, you didn't. No, no, no. Um, also, I can't. I can't see. I can only see teeth. Now that you did, you bring my. <laughs> Right, let me go ahead and pop it back up. <laughs> let me go ahead and fix it for you. Um, I no, I was far too nervous, um, but I had wonderfully dramatic sort of crushes and sort of like you know imaginary l- love affairs with people. 
I sure. really fancied this one boy in the year above called Charlie. And I knew when he came out of the music room building um, and I would time myself to walk past with my clarinet excuse me mm. <laughs> um to be able to just say just to see him you know it's like yeah. things like that like I was very oh, much yeah. that like but just far too nervous just really 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 um a nervous wreck um but yeah I did uh go to high school on a little music scholarship don't mind I do oh, I have two okay. flexes who knew um clarinet don't mind if I do I, I have not seen you walking around in the neighborhood with that which surprises me there's a reason I uh-huh. did actually find it on a recent trip back to, back to see my family and I was like oh my god it'll be like riding a bike I mean I yeah you know was on a scholarship for this thing yeah so yeah. I brought it back to LA and um, my guy had been away for a couple months as well. And I thought, I'll woo him when he comes through the front uh-huh. door. So I got, I, I cranked open the old case. And, um, oh, fuck, I couldn't remember how to put like the three pieces together. It took me ages. It was like a Rubik's Cube for me. And I finally got it together. It took me about 20 minutes. And then I, you know, wet my lips. And, um, <laughs> and um, I got down, got ready, um... Uh, with that read and I went Doot. and that's it and I went that'll do for today and I put it away I, could, I can't remember shit <laughs> so, uh, well that's going to change that is going to change I am committing you to learn to relearn to dust off some of those old classics Ooh. I don't know what you were playing uh, when you were playing yeah. uh, clarinet, was it? Um, I don't either, evidently. A mix of. Was <laughs> Fuck. It, was it uh, like a classical? You bet. Or like a. Bit of fucking jazz went in there. Yeah, you did. Yeah, and I'll tell you why. I auditioned for a school play and got the part of clarinet too and sat in the uh-huh. orchestra bit and, and did a couple of. I'm sorry. Do, are you saying that you auditioned with a theatrical piece? And yeah, to act in it. Yeah. That was a wonderful monologue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you thought about learning the clarinet? Yeah, basically. That's what happened. <laughs> Quite. That's really something. Yeah, it went Prince Charming Orchestra Pit uh-huh. for the rest uh-huh. of school. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I will. Wait, which. I'm, people are going to. They're dying to know. Which Prince Charming were you? Like you Cinderella, said, Prince Charming, babe. but I don't know. Cinderella, oh, Cinderella. Mm-hmm. Okay, because isn't there a Prince? Char- I mean, like Prince Charming's also in Snow White. Different guy, different right? dude. Is he that ain't me. Else? That is he ain't just me. Called the prince? Is it just the prince? No, I think in he's Prince other Charming. Things? I think he's Prince it's, Charming. It's a c- consistently Prince Charming. I went for the old Cinderella Prince Charming, and I, um, I didn't get. I remember when my costumes arrived. Arrived. I had these amazing, like lavish tops, and no trousers, no pants. And I asked my teacher and she went, no, 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 darling, you don't have pants. And so I wore, oh. so it was tights oh. with a with a top that barely covered your bits. Oh, tights. Yeah. Ooh, and yeah. boots. And um, yeah. I guess that's like an old classic thing from the a billion years ago. Um, yeah. See, I do know my history. And um, <laughs> I remember one of the tops had like hundreds of those little hook eyes. Ugh, what are they called? Yeah. You know, yeah, and I yeah, looked at the hook and eye, hook yeah, and eye, exactly. and I was so nervous. I took a wee seat behind stage. I was like, oh god, oh god, and they all came undone. And I was like, <laughs> furiously trying to get them all up before my before my tap dance number. 
Many of us probably remember the hot, jazzy tap sequence in Cinderella. Mm-hmm. Some of us also don't remember that. Yeah. I tap danced and sang to <laughs> Dream a Little Dream um, by the Mamas and Papas. <laughs> <laughs> Dream a little dream of me. <laughs> shuffle, board chain, shuffle, board chain. You know, that. <laughs> so it was a sort of contemporary uh, take on Cinderella, but still not contemporary. A hot mess. That's what it was. To yeah. your, yeah. Yeah. That's adorable. I hope that that exists somewhere. Um, no, I, that sure. just gave me cold sweats just thinking about <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been a part of a lot of really bad really bad school performances so oh. I'm right there with you I only wish that they someone would have taught me to tap dance <gasps> I miss it. Same. I think they kind of tried same <laughs> tap dancing and juggling the will is there but the, the skill is not it's not there. Do you and do the, I guess the will do you do any <laughs> do, wears off. do you do any dance do you do any dance I took dance and stuff when I was yeah, in um, uh, junior high, seventh, eighth grade, and then ninth through twelfth. I did dance, but I was not ever, you know, I had friends who were wonderful dancers, mm. and I was sort of passable. Like, yeah, well, I would be really excited if I got you know a move right that felt kind of graceful, mm, and mm. then the rest of the time I felt like, oh, maybe someday this will click, you know? Right, right. But I enjoyed it. Do you dance now? I mean. Not really. Like, do I go someplace and go dancing? Well, would you take dance classes or no. do you do anything? Mm-mm. No, no, no. You? I love to dance. And I um, recently got told, yeah, it was about a year and a half into the pandemic. My boyfriend said, oh, oh, fuck. I, I know who you remind me of when you dance because it's been bothering me for so long. And I said, oh, who? And he said, it's Ed Grimley. <laughs> and 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 I'm going to send you a video when we finished. I didn't grow up Please with Assassinate Live, um, yeah. so I so he then showed me. He actually put together a video compilation of snippets of me dancing, cutting to Martin Short, uh-huh. and it is like we are in sync. It is so <laughs> spooky. I'm so excited to see it. I'm so excited to see it. So I do dance, but evidently really badly, but it makes me so happy. Um, oh, I'll dance. We shall, we'll have a dance party. Oh, I can't wait. I, I actually you love and that. Me, a two-person dance party. That, that's actually my dream. Um, and I would love to learn to dance. That would be like, I think that would be something really fun to try because it's such an incredible mental game too to understand the choreography. I, I went to like a dance class at, um, sweat, sweat, sweat spot. Is that the place? Is that the place? Um, Don't know. Before the pandemic, and I came rushing home to show my new moves, and I did a five, six. So I had had I did a whole performance in the living room in a yeah, five, six, seven, to. eight, and then like did a few moves, and then like waited with my leg in the air, and then went. And this is when everyone else did a pirouette. And then I carried on. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're just like a section of dance that I just couldn't do, so I just waited. <laughs> That's so polite. You listen, you don't want to t- steal any attention from the people who are completing the act, for sure. I totally get it. Mm. I totally get it. Uh, yeah, I, I um, they're, they're, that and many other things uh, I fantasize about because they feel like, oh, if you're good at that, 
that suggests that you sort of are more graceful in life. And a lot of dancers are like, not at all. I save it all for that. And then I'm, I clunk around and run into things. <laughs> and somehow the, you know, one thing doesn't necessarily inform the other. But um, but I persist in thinking that that, you know, that it's like, oh, you must have a uh, your center of gravity. In fact, your actual you may have less gravity. Like mm-hmm. Maybe you have less gravity and you're less stuck to plodding the earth mm. because doesn't that wouldn't that be nice if you could just sort of flit oh i'd love to, love flit. to flit yeah what? yeah oh. prance around yeah i know i wonder if it is like that or if it's like you know certain people who are incredibly shy and introverted but then they go on stage and they're so bold and confident and yeah. it's like they're that's like the most comfortable place for the, for them yeah um i wonder do you play instruments I play, I play, I, I play guitar, um, oh. but I, but I don't sit and play guitar anymore. Um, and then I play bass and that I, like, I haven't, I don't even have my bass. My bass has been, uh, was borrowed by a friend and, um, it's one of those friends who I absolutely love so much, but I, uh, she's a big family and I, I never see her and I would always love to see her. Um, but it never quite works out. And I don't want to be that friend that's like, Oh, I know we never get a chance to get together. Could I grab my base though? I don't know. I like, feel I like that's why quite a big I, borrow. I do think that's yeah, quite I know. a big borrow. And I don't think she, I don't think she's even using it, but, right. um, but I, I just don't, I never, I'm so afraid of coming off like that's my that's only, the only interest thing anymore, but that's not true. It's just like yeah. they're like two separate things. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, I don't know. But what am I gonna do? Start riffing like I'm gonna put on Seinfeld and like hey. wonk along with just a bass Listen, to th- their riffs. Give me a, give me a tight forty five minutes to get my clarinet together, and we have got ourselves a wee band. <gasps> a clarinet <right>? bass duo <laughs> that has not been done before, to my knowledge. I mean. There's the white stripes. You get a lot of, hey, someone just plays guitar and someone else just plays drums or it's two pianists. I'd have not heard of a bassist and a clarinetist, but I bet it would be dynamite. That or that's how I lose all the friends in the neighborhood. <laughs> no, I don't believe work. the clarinet is that loud. Is it? Oh, it's, it's, it's not. Fright- it, it can be. Okay. <laughs> it certainly was when I did my wee toot. <laughs> But you did that one toot. That's it. God Just one toot you. and I was done. That's me for the month. Oh, that was a good practice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's time for a quick break. I will be back after a word from our friends at Maximum Fun. I listen to Bullseye because Jesse always has really good questions. What did John Malkovich wear when he was 20? <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. There's always that moment where Jesse asks a question that the person he's interviewing has not thought of before. I don't think anyone's ever said that to me or acknowledged that to me, and that is so real. Bullseye, interviews with creators you love and creators you need to know. From MaximumFun.org and NPR. I'm going to get into this mash game with you. Wait, can I also just can I just oh, say yes. I want I want to start with this a, with a little bit of a better attitude. I can't okay. fucking wait, Janet. Let's yes, go. Yes, you toot, can't toot. wait at all. Let's You're damn do right this. you can't wait. Three movies. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing it. Three mm-hmm. movies. You can go inside them. You're not 
it's you're not a character reliving the exact plot. It's okay. more about just being inside a, a world that makes you happy that that you enjoy in some way. Uh, three movies that would be fun to be able to pop into Ooh. whenever you want. Ooh. Stay for as long or as little as you want. Ooh, rubbing my thighs when you said all this. <laughs> um, oh God, what a, what a stonking start to this game. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm ripping off the bandaid. I'm ripping off the bandaid. Ooh. Whatever you say, you can't. You'll you'll draw a blank on. That will be the next thing that I that I bring up <laughs> into the conversation. Mm. All right. I would love to go into the world of oh, Back to the Future would be a fun one. Yeah. Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Oh, great. What a great movie that was. So great. Oh, it's stunning. It's like a kaleidoscope. It's Have you so seen the beautiful. new one? Yes. It's so great. I haven't seen it. It's, it's fantastic. So okay. It's right. so, Did so good. Did you go to a movie theater and see it? It's the only th- time I've left this house. <laughs> yeah. I got, so I should see, I should make it happen. So, yeah. So we booked tickets right before we left because there was like, there were two other people in the movie theater. And then I yeah, wore, yeah. I just wore 15K yeah. and 95s. And, yeah. um, couldn't uh-huh. breathe, but I love uh-huh. the movie. Great. Um, Great. But yeah, I love okay. Lord and I'll Miller. I think they're so special. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse, wonderful. It's going to be a toss-up between When Harry Met Sally, because I like the autumnal, romantic, old, jazzy New York vibe. Yeah. And Jurassic Park. Uh-huh. Because um, uh, I like the dinosaurs. I, oh, do you know what? My answer is going to be... The f- I'd like to be in the world of Jurassic Park for the first 40 minutes before everything goes yeah. terrible. Yes. yes. When it's fun. Okay. When it's fun. Yes. Okay, great. To that end, that leads me into the idea mm. of three fictitious pets that you would like to have. They can be um, from fiction, they mm. can be cartoons, mm. or they can just be real animals that it's not practical for you to... And I uh, let me say companions i don't have to say pets uh this is a creature with whom you coexist um but so it could be you know a dragon or it could be a meerkat or it could be you know whoa pluto or whatever oh my gosh um three three companion pet companions yeah, slash yeah, yeah. type of animal that you would like to have um in your this alternate universe life all right i i must preface with saying that i feel like i'm slightly betraying my dog who is the greatest of all She's companions wonderful yeah the biggest and it is and it is a betrayal and, and it is yeah, a betrayal. yeah 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 i'm so sorry sweet one she's just staring daggers at me um <laughs> not blinking um i would say i um Oh, do you know what? Having a bit of fun here, actually. Um, I wish I'm you would. It. I'm into it. Um, I thought I'd let you down, and I probably will. But I'm going to go with. I love Doug from Up. Oh, yeah, I think great. He's one of the greatest yeah. characters, and that is one of the greatest movies. I can't think about that movie without starting to cry. Oh, it's so beautiful. That was hard on me. I saw that movie in the theater by myself, and I remember the visceral memory as what I have is not being able to breathe through my nose through the entire movie because I cried so hard up top mm. that for the rest of the film, I couldn't, I couldn't, I was like, Ugh. you know, and you can't blow your nose loudly in the theater. So you just sort of yeah. pretend you don't have a nose for the rest of the movie. <laughs> it's so good, though. I have Oof. the opposite of what you, you do. I actually store up for so uh-huh. long that I, I, I actually have this weird thing where I often like lose my shit so hard that I like, I remember we went to see um, Dear Evan Hansen. 
Mm. on Broadway and uh, my boyfriend was like oh my auntie is here and I'd never met his auntie and I was like oh my god I'm gonna meet her at the end of the show I'm so excited I want to make a good impression (laughs) but so I was like just don't cry don't cry make you like look look nice and presentable but then it was so overwhelming that I we had to stay in the theater for 20 minutes after everyone had left (laughs) yeah that's what I always have to do that's what I always have to do it's awful they turn on the big lights (laughs) and they're like trying to sweep under your feet (laughs) yeah wrapped with sobs Um, absolutely absolutely but I'm saying like the the beginning of them to start off that part because Up is is so sad from the start same with Life of Pi (gasps) Life of Pi I barely remember it's almost like I was in a fugue state because I was (laughs) fucked up from like minute 15 you know oh my god oh those are rough on me okay listen you're going into Up no you're not you've got Doug from Up Uh, you've got Doug from Up. Give me two more. You got it. Oh, Wreck-It Ralph also ruined Pretty me at tours. the end. Oh. oh, God. Okay. Two more animals. Oh, now I'm drawing a blank. Oh, maybe maybe Big Bird from Sesame Street, because I feel like Big Great. Bird has the best intentions. Um, yeah. Sweetie. Maybe. I, I might, I'm going to pencil Big Bird, uh, if I may. Uh-huh. Um, oh, do I do a poo from Disneyland's Aladdin? Maybe. Hold on, I'm like, I'm now going like, da, 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 through all the Disney movies and the Pixar movies. Yep. I feel like they're the best yes, ones. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, maybe a poo from Aladdin. Great. Did I do three? You've done three. One of them is in pencil. Yeah, obviously. Check me to ink it in. <laughs> no, no, you may not. <laughs> Permission not granted. <laughs> Fuck no. Ah. I will not be rushed when it comes to this very That's important very fair. answer. That's very fair. I might jump back at the end of this round. Okay. Is that okay, allowed in right. the rules of Nash? Yes. <gasps> I mean, thanks. No, but yes. Oh, fuck. Well, thanks. I mean, also, there's no rules. Um, or rather, I'll decide that something feels really important in the moment and say that it's a rule. Mm-hmm. But, uh, okay, next next category, three foods. Oh, I know. That... Kermit, the, Kermit the Frog <laughs> or Miss Piggy. Hold on. That's obviously... You want to eat Kermit the Frog or Miss Piggy. Yes. I want to... I want them to be one of my pet companions. Yes, I yeah, think it's yeah. got to be one of those one of one of the Muppets for sure. Yeah, um, obviously. What a yeah. fucking idiot! I didn't come. <laughs> what am I doing over here? Wasting your time? Wasting the listeners' time? Uh, what? That's a great question, though. What Muppet would I pick? And that is tough because one of the one, most wonderful things about them is that they all have their own neurosis. That's right. So it becomes like, what's a good fit? for my neurosis how can I balance out whatever like am I a good fit for Miss Piggy or I am I a good fit for Gonzo you know what I mean I think I'm Gonzo I I'm gonna say I'm, Gonzo I'm gonna say Kermit yeah Kermit yeah, wonderful he's just, I just feel like I could have some real chats you know oh, so, I mean I feel that way about Gonzo mm-hmm. I'm specifically thinking about the fact that his song from the Muppet movie is like maybe my favorite song of all time period oh. and at that, how can I turn away from I'm going to go back there someday. Okay. Uh, so we're cutting out Big Bird. <laughs> yeah. Big Bird. Sorry, Big Bird. And it's someone that he know that Big Bird knows, right. which is even more painful. But what are you going to do? Uh, okay. They're and also then compassionate. Next one. I think he'll get it. He'll understand. No, but no, listen, Big Bird, Big Bird's kind of a sad character. So he'll be like, I'm not surprised. I'll just go see if I can find Snuffy. Oh, he no. probably won't want to hang out either. Fuck. Hold on. There's also Paddington <laughs> Bear. I love Paddington Bear. Yeah. And Winnie yeah. the Pooh. Yeah, there's a lot. And do you remember, is it, is it, um, what was the elephant called? Elmar? No. Oh, well. What, Babar? Babar. God, sorry. Yeah. Jeez Louise. No, no, Elmar? It's fine. Who am I? <laughs> <laughs> Barbar. I loved Barbar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I might have to do Paddington Bear. 
How? What? Who have I got? Sorry, this is, you've got Doug from Up. Yeah, you've got Kermit, and you've got Apu. Is Apu going away to be replaced with? That's right. Wait, I just forgot who I'm replacing him with. I can't believe that. Paddington Bear. Oh, Paddington. Sorry. Yeah. Paddington Bear. Okay, three foods mm. uh, that you would love to in this alternate universe. We've removed all. You know, like you don't eat beef because it feels like it's not right. In this world, beef is not beef and you can have it. Uh, or just, you know, you can eat an entire cake and not feel sick. Or you can have this one wonderful samosa that you had this one time <gasps> and you've never been able to find its equal. So three foods that we're going to give you access to. Snap of your fingers, zero ramifications. You can eat all the other foods too. But these are like the special ones that you can have whenever you want. I honestly tell myself this lie every night during the pandemic. <laughs> I'm like, no ramifications, <laughs> fuck it. Just do it. Um, okay. Oh, bagel with cream cheese and smoked salmon. Great. Great. Love. Um, oh, I love, um, I love ice cream, but I feel like that's going to be something that everyone says. Um, and I, and I do just go at that with a, with a plum. So that <laughs> doesn't really matter. I just, I just do it and I'm, feel so sick and I keep going so how about um a childhood favorite a baked potato with Heinz baked beans and like tons of cheddar cheese grated cheddar cheese and yogurt and butter and salt and pepper yes indeed that's a goodie and um oh one of my favorite things on the planet is Greek yogurt with honey, Greek honey and banana. It's one of my dad's favorites mm. that he then transferred onto me and my sister. We love it. So I'd probably have Great. as much of that as I could. Wonderful, honey. And I'll know what that means. Okay, next one. Let's do three. Let's do three people from the arts. Any faction of the art like any saw any part of the arts that are living or dead that you would love to be able to collaborate on something with oh um Catherine O'Hara my biggest hero great one of my biggest heroes I have a lot of heroes this will be very easy to say many but only three boring boring Janet um (laughs) Catherine O'Hara though is a hundred percent um I would love to collaborate with Oh, is it John Candy or is it Steve Martin? That's a toughie between the two of those. Boy, that's tough. I almost want to say John Candy just because he's not with us anymore. So it sort of fulfills. It's like a fantasy wish fulfillment for me as well. Incredible. Um, What a a lovely man. I'd love to work with... Oh, gosh. Edgar Wright would be amazing and Taika Waititi would be amazing. Um, I've got so many heroes, like just so many people. (laughs) I'm newly obsessed with Zoe Chow, who's in the after party that Chris Miller made for Apple. It's coming out soon. Um, No, I'm going to say Catherine O'Hara, Steve Martin, and um, (laughs) can I come back for my third? Yep. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, Okay, next one. Three places in the world that you would love to have a second home. We're going to assume we can trans, we sort of just teleport you there. Um, And even if you've never been there, so that's just going to be the (gasps) best of whatever your idea of it is. Oh, how cool. Um, I definitely want a second home in the UK so I can be with my family more often. I wish I could see them way more than I get to. Yeah. Um, I would love a place in New York because I think it's exciting and so different to LA and there are wonderful people that I love very much who live in New York um and I just love the city 
And I wonder if I should do Scotland so I could see my granny more. My granny lives in Glasgow and she's amazing. She's 92 in March. She is just one of the most vibrant, like happy, courageous people. She is, of everybody, complained the least about the pandemic. Uh-huh. Um, she's just gotten on with it. it. She's oil painting. Yeah. She's done portraits of the entire family. She's learning Aww, the piano and playing granny. the piano great. She's amazing. So maybe, yeah, Scotland. Because Scot- I'm also just, Scotland is just one of the most exceptional, sensational places in the world. I mean, I haven't been. It's so wonderful. Famed. Oh, I'm excited for you to go. And the few roots that I can truly trace, there's a lot of them that go back to Scotland. What's oh, wrong with me? Gosh. I'm going. You got it. I'm going to have to get some tips from you uh, (gasps) on, like, what to do and where. Absolutely. Uh, Okay, next category, let's do three three skills. Mm -hmm. Taking us back to (laughs) clarinet. Three skills that you would love to have that you just wake up with tomorrow and you're just brilliant at. I'd love to be fluent in another language. I'd love to be able to speak different languages. I remember we... we, um, I remember meeting somebody who was a linguist who'd written a book about languages and I heard someone else ask him oh is it is it true that you speak 23 languages are you fluent in 23 languages and he laughed and was like, no 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 I'm only fluent in 18 and I was like, I was like oh meanwhile I'm just going, operating in a different planet and I was like there are more than 10 languages. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but it was like it, yeah that's I'd, something I'd Oof. love to I admire people who are able to speak different languages so much I think it's so important I think it's really important actually um and uh to to at least try to learn different languages yeah um so I'd love to be able to be fluent in language I'd love to be able to play the piano um I tried to you know I was one of those people that went at the beginning of the pandemic like ah the perfect time um and then tried to sort of again it was a bit like the clarinet all over again I slowly thumped my way through um dear theodosia from hamilton um Uh easy piano music Uh (laughs) painfully slow dear theodosia um and uh and actually it used to be here in my office but i put the keyboard away because you know who am i kidding so i'd like to be able to play the piano (laughs) um and i'd love to be able to tap dance that'd be so cool I like the idea of you being angry and waking me up outside my window tap dancing almost as much as the clarinet. I will. What is that sound? I will. And I'll, like, I'll furiously angry, sing. persistent <laughs> tapping. Like, ta da 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 Yeah, but I'll be like, you know, the only, the only tap dance routine I remember is Nelly the Elephant went to something and da 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 You remember that one? Off she went with the trump 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 So I'll just put an angry spin on that. perfect. Yeah. What you just did sounded extremely irritable. Sounded very like an irritated person. And I'm going to say Christopher Nolan as my last... Okay. Oh, fuck, am I? Yeah, fuck it. Let's go with that. I mean, you know, no one cares at this point. Let's just say Christopher Nolan. Great. Let's move on. Great. Great. Next one is three... Let's do three roles that you would love to play uh, if age, gender, skill, if all of that was a non-issue. Um, are there roles? It could be theater, it could be film, oh television, whatever. Gosh. Like, oh, it'd be so fun. It would be so fun to just have a heyday with 
you know, blank character. Right, um, right, right, yada, right. Yada. Yeah. Oh, this is this is definitely one where I went, oops, don't know anything blank. No. I see gray. <laughs> I see gray right now. I don't see you anymore. Okay, um, great. Gray gardens. I heard gray gardens. Wonderful. Can you Put imagine? That down. Th- 50 shades of gray. I heard 50 shades of gray. <laughs> what a goodie. These are just, they're just so good that it's hard. Um, I'd like to play, oh, easy. I'd like to play James Bond. That'd be fun. Wonderful. Run around. <gasps> no. I'd like to play um i'm i'm obsessed i'd like to have the i'd like to play and i'd like to run as fast as tom cruise's character in mission impossible i'm obsessed okay. with how he runs in those movies i just yes, think it's yeah. so Flat in, palms. entrancing Gotta get those palms out. yeah um and i'd like to be able to do all those skills and jump up things and run about um okay, so yeah that, his name is ethan something but i'm just putting mission impossible over james bond right i guess a dime a dozen they're sort of quite similar aren't they yeah, I, I, just I mean, for the okay. just for the ability to run that fast, maybe. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, might be quite fun to play Spider Man. Great and agreed. Oh, one of my favorite performances is um, I love Kate Winslet in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I love that oh, character, yeah. and it's just sort of that's oh, such a I love that movie so much. Yeah, that's such a crazy deep dive like nuanced interesting i love that yeah. movie oh, that great. or amelie um let's go with kate winslet just to balance out the spider-man great great okay and then final category oh feeling putting some pressure on myself putting some pressure on myself mm. three things that already exist that like three things that have been written that already exist that we are sort of magically, and you're a generous person, so I'm sure you don't want to steal it away from the person who wrote it, but this is that that person never wrote it in this universe. Three things that you're like, oh, you didn't know that I wrote Amelie? Yeah, no, I wrote Amelie. Uh, or you didn't know that I wrote, you know, Little Women? That was actually me. We're going to give you the credit for three pieces of writing. Oh, my goodness. I just think writers are wizards. I just think they're magical people. Um, okay. Challenge accepted. Uh-huh. Um, I would like to. Oh gosh, I just read one of the most sensational books called "Sorrow and Bliss" by Meg Mason. It's oh, so beautiful. Now. I highly recommend it. It's just the most like gorgeous look at depression, and hmm. it's so beautiful and it's ugly and it's uplifting and it's hard and painful and and it's it's all of it and I liked how reassuring it was in terms of like we're all all of it um that might be one of my choices maybe um I love Charlie Kaufman (gasps) oh I think I would like to have written Oh, I think I'd like to have written Being John Malkovich because it's Great. so good. Absolutely. It's one of my Absolutely. absolute faves. Um, Absolutely, same. I would like to have written Big. It's another Great. of my favorites. And yes. um, maybe that book I just read, I sort of just wanted to yeah. tell you about it because it's just so good. I just, I mean, I want to just, I think I'll just get it for you. Just no no rush to read, no pressure. Oh, but I'd love I'm excited. to get it for you. Sorrow and, then and bliss. I think I might. Yeah, it's so good. And then I think I might. I'd either like to have written Succession or oh, 
I think I'd like to have written the Larry Sanders show because it's one of my favorite yes. shows I've seen. I only got introduced to it last year and I watched it tops to bots and um, I just think it's it's so ahead of its time and oh, God, so yeah. wonderful. Yeah, I um, have that relationship to the show even before that. It's Gary Shandling's show, which is not <gasps> I've as never seen it. good. It's not as good in that, I mean, it's not. I don't want to say it's not as good. They're very, very different. You can definitely see that Larry Sanders show is a sort of more developed, sophisticated, like you can see that one came out of the other mm-hmm. and that one came after the other for a reason, if that makes any sense. But um, it's Gary Shandling's show is one of the most innovative things that I've ever seen on television. It's crazy. I mean, he was doing he was doing a monologue to the person watching at home with with the recognition of there being an audience that was like a studio audience um and then he would just break in and out of scenes with the actors the actors never acknowledged that there were audience i mean it's it's nuts i can't wait it goes it's it's bonkers um it was so it was so great anyway i was uh, so lucky to meet and talk to ken quapis who directed um a lot of the Larry Sanders show and yeah. the pilot and oh, I just actually read his book um, oh, yeah. which I weirdly have right here on my desk <laughs> here it is it's called there but it I is. but what I really but want I to really do is direct. do is direct and I recommend this to anybody who has any interest in directing it is such a beautifully um insightful inspiring book it's so reassuring as well there's vulnerability there's personal anecdotes it feels so um full of warmth and humanity and it's it's also just a very very kind book like it reminds you that you can be in this crazy industry and crazy world and carry yourself with kindness um and i i just loved it i think he's a such a special director um oh wonderful and his okay. book was I really cool as well. great read um let me just recap for you mm-hmm. with you for a second because did we so i've got being john malkovich is big on this list or is yes. big okay and then the last one is larry sanders yeah great okay great uh give me a number between one and seven seven and while I am doing these extremely scientific calculations, mm-hmm. which will reveal what you end up with in <gasps> each of these categories oh, well. in your 100% guaranteed MASH future alternate universe, mm-hmm. uh, will you please tell people where they can find uh, and away we go, etc.? Anything <gasps> else that you would like them to be aware of and support? Oh my gosh, yes. I thought you were going to ask me to play a <laughs> song would for you. you. Play a song? <laughs> would you would sing? you play a song on clarinet? <laughs> I don't care if it's Would just that same one note. Get just up and that dance. One note, one note, four, four times. No, make it a waltz. Make it a one note waltz, please. Now you're getting ambitious. Um, uh, and away we go. I'm so excited. It's coming out via Wondery and Amazon Music. Wonderful. Um, Wonderyful. Um, I've actually not entirely sure when it's coming up but i think it's going to be very soon and i'm also super excited um the podcast has a website and away we go podcast.com um where it's going to be i'm so so thrilled to launch the website because it's going to have a lot of information about the places that we discuss and there's going to be each of my guests will have a spotify playlist 
their oh, soundtrack to the place there's yes. a book club situation happening i love oh, i love it and i want people to be you know this is very much about building a sense of community um so everybody's invited to um send in recommendations and um I also have a superhero aspect to the podcast. It all came from the idea of what would be your superpower. And mine has always been, I would travel at lightning speed. So this podcast is my version of doing that. And so I'm so curious. And Janet, I would love to know what your superpower would be. Um, once you've done your scientific equations. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I will be inviting people to submit theirs. Um, and then outside of that, I'm just just so thrilled to be directing i'm getting in i'm doing it yes! um i've been having such a wild fun time with it um and um have been doing music videos of late um and um alongside that i'm writing some things i'm excited about and wonderful you know all the all the all the fun stuff uh, I uh, you as a director is like sh- should and will be every actor's dream. I mean, the idea of of being directed by you and something seems like it would be such a wonderful experience. Oh, thank what you. What a positive experience. I hope so. Yeah, I. That's wonderful. It's a. It is such a delight to be able to collaborate with people. I just love it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I'd be oh, so great. lucky. Can you imagine getting to direct Janet Varney and something? I that would be. <gasps> that would be quite the treat. Could it be something that uh, also features Steve Martin in some way? Because that is the artist that you will be collaborating on something with. Uh, my heart so. skipped. My heart did a backflip. I, f- I actually felt it backflip. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> no, but you should get that looked at. But this is very good news. Uh, you are going to be collaborating with uh, Mr. Steve Martin. Um, uh, you also will be... This actually makes a lot of sense because, you know, here you have Steve Martin, who had a a very memorable, uh, very wonderful um, cameo in a little movie. I like to call them Muppet movie starring one Kermit the Frog. And so they've already they already have a relationship. So I don't know if you want to bring Kermit into this collaboration, but you bet there is already like a warm feeling of, of sentimentality there between the two of them. And you certainly have Kermit in your life as your sort of non-human, one of your non-human companions. Um, so and I think Kermit would be quite inspiring and probably a good person to run ideas past. You I know? think so. Yeah. Very supportive. Yeah, you also have um, a beautiful apartment in New York City. Oh, I would so love that's that. happening. Great. I would say, um, I mean, a lot of these things kind of go well together. I would say, I hope that your apartment isn't on the top floor of life. I, I hope you're not living above someone who will be able to hear you tap dancing mm, unless mm. that's something that they want. Mm. So I don't know if, I don't know how that's going to work with the soundproofing, but you are a phenomenal tap dancer. <gasps> so you're going to want to be in an environment where you can really let that shine and just cut loose whenever you feel like it. Um, uh, yeah. So we'll have to figure that out with, with where, what your, where your apartment is. I'll just do it down Central sure Park. Just do it down Central Park. <laughs> or, you know where you could take it? You could take it into the world of FAO Schwartz and the, the giant keyboard <gasps> piano that uh, there's also been some very famous dancing on. Uh, as written by you, I understand you wrote big, <laughs> which is very cool. Yeah. So if you want to do You're a little welcome. tap dance in there, nobody's going to stop you because they're going to be like, oh my God, that's a person who wrote big. She's, she's right. tap dancing that's right, right now on the giant piano. Mm-hmm. Um, so well done you 
on that front. Uh, all of this tap dancing, by the way, um, going to make you a little hungry. Mm. I want you to rest assured you can have unlimited supplies of Greek yogurt with uh, honey and banana. Packed with protein. Whenever you so desire, packed with protein. Uh, you also have the ability to jump into... Into the spider, into the Spideyverse, <gasps> which is very, very exciting. That is but cool. the cool thing about that too is that you've essentially given yourself a bunch of verses, right? I mean, you're in one, but we know that it's a Spideyverse, so yeah. there's all kinds of other universes that you can that you can uh, explore. So mm-hmm. that's like a w- asking for more wishes from a genie and getting them, which mm-hmm, is very smart mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on your part. And then that just leaves us with your phenomenal turn um, in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, which is. Uh, one of my all-time favorite movies and is just a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful role. Complicated, layered, um, optimistic, pessimistic. All It's all there. It's all, all happening. A lot of bliss and sorrow, one could say, That's in right. that character. That's right. A lot of sorrow a lot and of bliss. bliss and sorrow. So uh, I feel like this has been very successful. I'm very pleased with the results, and I hope you feel the same. Yeah, I have a feeling I'm not going to come tap dancing at 4 a.m. outside your house. <gasps> I feel complete. What a relief. You did your job well. <laughs> well, if you want to come, ta- if you can serenade me, maybe not in the middle of the night, but anytime. Yeah, I'll just send I'm you some voice notes. down from my, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, congratulations on the podcast and uh, the directing and the writing and all the wonderful stuff going on with you. No one deserves it more. And what a delight to see you. And I hope we get to see each other. Um, certainly we can plan another walk, but uh, well, lovely to see you in person. I remember that I walk still. I've still got blisters from our walk. I said, yeah, I really just for context, I said, hey, pretty pretty tired over here. Um, I could do a, a short one. Cut to us two and a half hours later. <laughs> I'm bad at I'm I it. I melted into I'm really good at getting out to a place and then realizing that it takes the equal amount of time to get back. And That's have, a thing I, have I don't take into consideration. I have visions of you laughing at me for suggesting getting a coffee. And I was like, lady, I'm fucking toast over here. I don't remember why I laughed. You found I don't it remember so why. Funny. But did I know? Yeah, you were or like, did I? How hilarious that you've suggested we go and get a coffee. You just suggested we get a coffee. And I was like, aren't I a card? Because I'm semi posh. I don't know why I thought that was so funny. I don't know why I thought that was so funny. It, it, everyone listening is like, yeah, people go and they grab coffees. Why would that be something that I would laugh at? I think it's because we were only an hour in and you were like, you know, pace yourself, get a coffee when we get to the two hour mark. You know, how how funny. <laughs> I'm a monster. Oh, you're a beautiful so one though with great so teeth. So many stairs that I wanted you to see and I got a little carried away. It That's was all. thrilling and I would love to go for more walks and I feel very lucky to be a guest on your podcast. Thank you so much. I'm sorry I blew out my mic so many times, but you're very funny. And didn't hear it on my end, and I'm sure I hilarious. outgrew you. Uh, everyone, <laughs> I thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Uh, I want to, of course, I've now changed out the the closing song of my podcast to just a single note, a clarinet note. Toot. So, and there it was, and that was the closing <laughs> song to my podcast. Everyone, be well. I will talk to you next week on the podcast. The show is recorded by me and edited by Julian Burrell. And as always, the JV Club theme song is Back Before We Were Brittle by the amazing Say Hi. Hey, you're number one. 
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.